AJ McCall dropped the mic. A very special, well, they're all special because they're all unique. Right. I was just talking to my dad the other day. He's like, what do you guys podcast about? I was like, literally anything. Literally everything. We've and covered anything. so much. But this is a special one because we're heading into the month of December, and McCall and I have talked about it several times, especially last week. We talked, it was the What If podcast. And so this week it's our. Our reflection of the year 2017. Yeah. Knock on wood, I suppose, because we have a little bit of, of 2017 left. So I don't think anything too crazy will happen. But At least I hope not. Yes. Really, that is the hope, is that nothing too crazy will happen. But I feel like we can kind of jump on it before it gets to the end. And maybe if something crazy does happen within the next two, three weeks, we can do another podcast on the crazy stuff that happened over the last three weeks. Let's be honest. Everyone is in the same mindset. We all left for the long Thanksgiving weekend. We came back and we're just all kind of sloughing along until 2018 anyway. Everybody is just checked out right now, and that's the way that I look at it, at least. I'm checked out. I'm like, nope, mm mm-mm. Hard pass. For sure. (laughs) So, for me, not not so much every year. I mean, every year I kind of reflect, but obviously there are certain years. Right. Where I look a little bit harder, and generally those years are the ones that are the rougher years. Uh huh. And I honestly don't think I, I can't. I not don't think I can't say that about this year, because knock on wood, 2018 hopefully continues to trend. 2017 has been a really good year for me. I would agree with you. 2017 has been a great year for me, and I feel like I'm kind of in the opposite standpoint of that because. When it comes to really rough years for me, I mean, I'll, I'll reflect on some of it, but most of the time I kind of leave it behind and I just hope for a better year because I know 2015, was it 15? No, it had to have been like 2013 or 14. That was rough. Hated that year. I hated that year. I hated the beginning of the year. The rest of the year was great because a lot of good things happened, but I mostly tried to just walk away from it and not think about it as much. Well, for me, it it's something where 2016 is one of the toughest years that I've had. So I'm right. coming off of very bad year to very good year because, I mean, one of the reasons 2017 is so good is because 2016 I was in a job I hated, then I lost that job. Uh, I had relationship issues. My friends were all moving on their lives and I felt like I was just sinking and falling behind. Mm -hmm. And there really wasn't anything I was too happy about in 2016. And so to reflect on 2017 is going to be honestly really easy because pretty much everything has gone the complete opposite of last year. Yeah. And for me, when it comes to reflecting, and I think the way I normally divide up life is there's people, friends, family, relationships, there's career, and then there's just, you know, there's probably a miscellaneous category in there because there's probably oh, there's friendships, sure. there's work, there's relationships, there's family. I think you can divide it all up mostly that way, and obviously work would be the easiest one to start with because oh, it's the yeah. one we have in common. But it's been good. I, uh, I was unsure... A little initially, I had another job offer, as you've heard me mention a bunch of times. I took this job, didn't know what to expect, moving to Utah, moving back out west after not liking my time in New Mexico. And right. It was it was a lot of fun. It was challenging right off the bat. Never done a morning show. Waking up for mornings, you hear us joke about it. Sucks. I'm sincerely not oh, a morning person. Oh my gosh, me neither. 
But I mean, like AJ said, it's an enjoyable job. It makes it much easier to be able to wake up in the mornings when you like what you do. And I've heard that cliche so many times. I'm always like, yeah, uh uh-huh, sure, sure. But seriously, it makes it so much easier when I'm like, oh, I got to go to work and go talk about music. So much easier. It's true. It's there's a reason why neither of us have taken sick days, including both of us have have I think been in the condition to do so. I mean, right. when I got whatever I had sinus infections, what they called it, I I was in bad, I was in rough shape. But it was it was an interesting challenge, which is always exciting to me. I thought I was having fun with it. I thought I was really gaining traction. Of course, circumstances change because then I got a co-host, and here I am, hello, <laughs> in all of my glory, and. It wasn't a bad thing. It's just, I mean, McCall and I haven't haven't shied away from the situation. It was kind of a, a AJ had no idea I was coming. Process. It was like I walked in, and upon the interview, I was at the interview, and I was unsure that I had the job. So they were like, "Well, let's show you around the studio." Showed showed us around. They're like, "This is VFX's studio. That's Butters. That's AJ." I was like, hello, nice to meet you. And both of them just looked like aghast that there was another human in this room. So I was just like, okay, whatever. And left upon further investigation as of like, I don't know, two months ago, found out that they were just like, oh yeah, that's your new co-host. And so AJ was mad about it. I've talked to some people who was at, he was at lunch with and he was angry about it. So... I just I'm grateful that angry he, that I was not brought in on the process. Yeah, well, I'm That's really I'm really glad because as soon as we started messaging back and forth on Facebook a little bit, and he said something along the lines of, "Yeah, well, it was a surprise to me that you were going, or you were coming to it," and I initially was like, "Oh no, he's he's gonna hate me forever because of this," and that was literally my thought process. I was like, "Oh, oh no." Oh, no, this is not going to be good. He doesn't like me. I don't know what's going to (laughs) happen. I was never mad at McCall. I was, again, (laughs) I knew at some point I was going to get a coach. I don't know if we've ever covered this in a podcast Mm because I was told when I accepted the job. So I assumed and was led to believe that I would get to have influence and say in this process only for it to basically be like your co-host is starting next week. Good luck. That's Except the it part wasn't that annoyed week. me. It was like four months down Actually, the road. True. It took a while because then we're like, well, is she going to get hired? And then she, oh, is she well, going to be on a different station? AJ is she ended up sending. He sent me a message and he was like, congratulations. And I was like, for what? Because I hadn't received any sort of an, a job offer. And he, he kept saying, and then again, congratulations. And I was so confused. I had no idea because I didn't know that I had even gotten the job. It was, it was pretty funny. It was a funny situation. It, it turned into a weird game of chicken. Because I didn't know whether they'd offered you or not because I had not heard. And then I don't know if you were saying anything because it was kind of an abrupt thing that that I maybe didn't put off the best body language. So it was a weird game of chicken. Yeah, it was odd. But I feel like the very first day it was like, oh, no, we're good. There wasn't really any sort of awkward period. Yeah, I think it weirded a lot of coworkers out how much time we spent together initially. And then they've just come to accept it now. Right. I was actually just in the bank the other day and someone told us that, and it's the compliment we hear all the time is the chemistry we have between us. And that's what makes it work. Despite the fact that we had literally no introduction is because we just get along. Yeah. It's just something you can't teach. Something we have. Yeah. 
it's it's crazy. It's really crazy. Uh, tangent, I guess. That was a little bit of a tangent. <laughs> a little bit, but it's just, I mean, that's the reflection of the year. I it mean, is. When it comes to, when you get something to more concrete, such as a goal, I just wanted to, I'd never done a morning show. I'd been out of radio for about seven months when I took this job. So I would say my goal for 2017 when it came to my career was to, one, reestablish that this was my career because there were several points when I didn't have a job that I wasn't sure radio was my career anymore. Uh-huh. And then to have success in terms of the show itself, but also have success in the capacity that, yeah, I can do a morning show. I've never done one before, but to have success from the standpoint that, yeah, I can do this. If I wanted to do this you know, forever or anywhere else, I could do a morning show. Right. And I feel like I've achieved that. And it's really... It's it's interesting to talk and we'll reflect on my goals and then this year for my career because McCall and I, again, we've mentioned this, I think, a million times, lucky enough to go to that conference in Atlanta. Gosh. It was really eye-opening. and, and Such a great opportunity, really. Yeah, it, it was amazing. And we get compliments. I mean, we just got a message again from someone new yesterday about how they love the show. And thank you so much. Seriously, McC- McCall thank and I have addressed this. When people say that we we're like, no, you don't listen to yeah. us, people. <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, obviously, you, those compliments become a consistent thing. And and I've mentioned this when we talked about weaknesses. It's one of our first podcasts, and an ego has been something in my career that has been a character flaw that I've worked on. Uh-huh. And and when you talk about reflecting, it's it's interesting because you think about. Did I meet my goal of having success? Yes, I think so. And then you think about it in the terms that, well, McCall and I have only been paired together since June 1st. And really, the first the first two months of that was a real big feeling out process because then we went to Atlanta and a lot of things got thrown out because Everything we had a better idea. Everything got changed. Yep. And so now you talk, okay, from August. So we're, what, Friday's the first, so four months exactly. So we've had four months exactly. And then McCall and I could probably get even more specific and say the show and the entity that it is itself has really existed for what, maybe a month and a half? Yeah. And seriously. So that's really all the time we've had putting together in terms of the version of AJ and McCall that we have now. Well, the one thing that I'm so grateful for um, when it comes to AJ and McCall and when it comes to our morning show, the thing that really has been so cool is when I very first got hired on in June, um, obviously I have six months before that that I'll end up going into later, but when I first got hired on in June and I started working, it was maybe three days into my on-air experience with AJ that we met with a consultant and the consultant began to help us and kind of give us the direction for the way that our show needed to go. And as we started to mold this show and grow this show, like AJ said, we got to go to the Atlanta conference and going to that conference was really one of the best experiences I'd say of my life because I learned so much there. I knew nothing coming into this job. And I say that from a standpoint of I had worked in radio for four years, but I had zero knowledge of anything at all, at all. And upon coming here, going to Atlanta, learning so much, it has just sparked this fire inside of me that I have wanted all year long just to spend time and learn so much more to be able to grow the show of AJ and McCall. And it's been such a blessing. And I'm so, honestly, I'm so grateful for those two experiences that have kind of, I would say, molded really our show. Yeah, I mean, the consultant, Butters deserves credit. 
mm-hmm. some suggestions from the rest of the staff deserves credit, but I mean Atlanta is really the big turning point. I would say. I right. mean, it, it was that, and then coming back, and then taking these ideas and figure, okay, how can we use this? How can we mold this to make it use? So, I mean, again, I I set a very broad but specific goal for myself when it came to my career. I just wanted to be successful, right? In a and that's very loosely or very uh, vague in terms of what it could mean. And I feel like I feel like we 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 have been that, and I have been that. And so, what you know, what's the goal for next time? Well, that's a different podcast. You'll have to wait for well, that of one. Of course, that one's going to be coming up soon because <laughs> it's the end of the year. But the. <laughs> the, in terms of career, I feel like it's been good. I mean, the, and the other thing, the Atlanta thing too, and, and I talked about that same podcast we talked about character flaws. One of my issues with my career is that for the longest time I viewed anyone who wasn't working in the same building as me in terms of radio as the enemy and didn't yeah. really converse with them. And that's something that's changed, especially this year. That's something that I have learned as well because I was the exact same way. Everybody was competition. No, yeah. that's not the way it works at all. People are your your. I don't even know what the word adversaries may be. Oh. Is that the right word? No. I mean, that would still be competition. People are people are not your adversaries. Haha, <laughs> there it is. I peers. I don't word really well. I just don't. It's it's not something I am uh good at. So before I make this more awkward, AJ, do you wanna like pick this up? Cause I feel like I'm just rambling at this point. It's just something that you because, I mean, in different markets that I've been in, there's there's more competition between station because there's ratings and stuff like that. Right. We don't have that so much here. But again, it was something where the people in the building were the ones I conversed with, and I left it at that. Maybe a couple of old coworkers I would talk to, but in terms of new people in the area that I didn't work with, I just viewed them as the enemy. And so that's something that would change, and I would... Chalk that into the the in terms of reflection, the section of career and friends and family relationship section, right? Because McCall and I have met some amazing people, and and that we've both talked to since Atlanta that have given us good advice. Mm-hmm. I mean, the one that would immediately come off the top of my head is the when nine eleven came up, because McCall and I are what at the time we talked about this. So two thousand three, I was thirteen, fourteen, and McCall was what eight. Mm, yeah, I was about seven or eight. So we wanted to know how best to do a show that was entertaining because that's our number one goal. Right. But also to not be, be disrespectful. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And so we've had the opportunity to be able to reach out to many people who we had had the opportunity to meet in Atlanta and be able to get their insight on different different show ideas, different bit ideas. And it's been it's been very helpful to be able to do do that to make this show even better. Yeah, it has. I mean, and that's another reason why I would say that my broad goal for my career for 2017 was to be successful. Right. Because I feel like I've gotten better, gotten to go to the conference, gotten to work with a consultant, which helps. There's more ideas and also one-on-one contact. But I can tell even from halfway through this year that I'm better on air but also McCall and I have taken the drive that we both have when it comes to being successful and turned that into tangible results in terms of this podcast as an example we record the show every day 
we will, of course, we have the Facebook Q and Q and A, the Facebook Live Q and A, which is the first Tuesday of the month. So that's coming up what four days from now. Yeah, that is something else that I'd never done, never really heard of being done before we got here. Now McCall and I have brought it here and are doing it and trying to find more ways to connect, provide entertainment, right. and connect. And so that's just as much a to me a mark of being successful because Absolutely. we have come up with all these ways to be better and be more available. Right. Which I think is a big key in being successful. I I would agree with you 100%. When it comes to my goals for work this last year, starting in January, I can tell you right now I had no idea what I was doing. In January, I was working at a bank. I was also working at the radio station when I was living in Vernal. And the radio station I was at was a very hostile environment, I I would easily say. And um, I didn't spend very much time there. Um, It was kind of a... They had some, some sort of issues... We'll say just not not very good ish, not very good stuff going on. And um, so I was looking into pursuing a career in more so of the banking industry because I had just come off of a I had an interview at another radio station and ended up not getting anything from that. And I was very bitter. I could say I was I was pretty upset about it and I tried not to be because I'm not a very bitter person. I enjoy the positivity and I enjoy being able to see every aspect of it. And now looking back, I can obviously see that there was something better and I never would have been able to get this job if I had taken the other one. But that being said, I had no idea what I was doing in January. I was thinking, you know, maybe I'll move up and be a banker or a uh service manager or move up somewhere in this corporate ladder because obviously this job at this radio station is not working at the job that I was at in particular. And I was, I was bummed. You could ask Dustin. There was days I would just come home and I would just be so upset. And it's not that I didn't like my job at either place. It's just that it wasn't really me. It didn't really fit me. And I didn't get to spend the time that I had wished to have spent doing my uh the the uh recordings for the station. I didn't get to spend the time that I had had desired to be able to spend doing doing these kinds of things. And I had no idea where I wanted to be. I I knew that one day maybe Dustin and I would move back closer to where our families were and we were 4 hours away from our families and it was cold and I was bummy and it's just it is how it is, okay? I get a little bummy in the winter. And oh boy, oh boy, it's coming. Don't worry. Get ready. Get ready, buddy. But I, I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know what was going on. I was thinking, you know, maybe one day I'd like to do some sort of on air personality type stuff and I'll just stick with this job and this hostility until I, I find it because you, when it comes to jobs, it, you, when it comes to especially radio jobs, you can't go from working in radio to having on your resume, radio, bank, and now you want to be in the radio. Why? What happened? Why did you have a break in, yeah. in that? It, it just looks bad on a resume. So I was like, I'll stick with it. It'll be fine. It'll be okay. And there were so many days when I was at the bank that everybody that I was working with was like, quit your job. Quit the ba- quit the radio station. I don't understand what you're doing. You're, you are putting yourself in this situation over and over and over again. And I was like, well, I have to. Like, 
I have to. There was no other option. I didn't have any sort of a, I had a contract set up so I couldn't leave. I couldn't go to another station down the road because I'd set up this contract. And, you know, it, it kind of came to a point of just fighting for it. And around March, I heard about the job fair that goes on down at Utah State or University of Utah, excuse me. And I went down there and I ended up meeting some people and ended up getting this job. And, you know, my whole entire life has just shifted from that point. Everything has shifted from that point. But everything that I have done had to have happened in the way that it did. And it's made 2017 by far the best year probably of my life, I would say. Definitely in terms of career, that's for me. How about uh, relationships? I think if you reflect yeah. on a year, relationships is an area of... Absolutely. Of reflection, one of the big ones. The And for me, it's one of those places I think that I uh, exceeded, exceeded even goals I set for myself because dating is not something, even coming to a new state that I was really interested in. And it was really only until McCall came on board that then I started to consider it and now I've found an amazing person. Right. And I like her. made great friends along the way in terms of work again that I know that I will be friends with for the end of my days. Absolutely. And I, I don't know if I really need to delve into it any more than that. I'm happy for my friends. You, when you talk about relationship, friends and family, I, I mean, it's about the same, if not better, with, with most aspects of friends and family before I came to Utah. But, you know, the big ones for me were making some friends in the state of Utah and, you know, the possibility of dating. And I think I've exceeded what I would even possibly set as a goal for myself at the beginning of the year. I would agree with you. Um, I would say that Dustin and I, when it comes to relationships, this year has been really good. I mean, Dustin is my human. And of course, you know, when it, when it comes to relationships, that's obviously what I talk about because I love him. And, um, you know, we passed four years in June. June was four years. But upon passing four years in June, I was living out here and he was living in Vernal. So we were about four and a half, five hours away from each other. And I know that's not really long distance. It's not like, oh my gosh, it's so far. But still, it sucks. It's hard. After living together for about four years and then not, it's just, it's hard. And... Dustin and I are pretty well stronger than ever than we've ever been. And I reflect back on these kinds of things. And, you know, I'm really thankful because, don't get me wrong, I can be a sassy woman every once in a while. And it, it happens quite frequently every once in a while. AJ's rolling his eyes right now. A little bit. A little bit. But I'm really thankful because Dustin is such a great and supportive person. I mean, he moved up to Logan because I moved here. We bought a house and it ended up just, we were going to move into it like four or five years down the road. We weren't looking at going anytime soon. And upon ending up getting to move up here and getting the opportunity to have a job up here, I got to move upon which Dustin ended up coming up here too, which was amazing because it's like, it just proves that much more that this is this is where we want to be, you know, and it's it's been hard. And you look at the struggle throughout the whole entire relationship. But I can honestly say I don't think Dustin and I have fought since like 2014. Maybe it's been like three years since we've actually had like a big fight argument. And I'm really thankful for it because it's something that we had to work through and had to work work at. And so this year has been really, really great because we've been able to 
be closer and work on the house. And that is the biggest pain in the butt. But you get to see a different side of the person when you're remodeling a house. You get to see a different side of the person when you're sitting down and dealing with money and all all of that sort of thing. And it's it's been really cool because I feel like we've we've jumped into a different aspect of our relationship and it's really made us grow and I'm really thankful for it. What are some other reflections maybe from 2017? Like I could say that one for me, moving to another new state after not enjoying my job in New Mexico, I didn't really spend any time taking part in anything happening in the area. So when people ask me, what did you enjoy about New Mexico? My answer is always, I really didn't see a lot of it because I worked so much and I was just miserable. And so I know one of my goals for this year coming to a new state was to make sure that didn't happen again. And I didn't do as much as I wanted to, but I've been, you know, I've been to Salt Lake a few times. I've done a little bit of hiking. I've seen some of the area in Logan and in Cache Valley, and I've been up to Preston. And of course, I'm just fresh off my road trip I took, and I wanted to do some traveling and, and you know, actually take as opposed to just using my vacation time to visit family, which don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, it, it tends to be as the joke was made because I went home for my brother's wedding that I didn't really get my vacation time because I went and worked and I did. So to take advantage of those days off, which I've done, I have another trip planned before the end of the year as well, which I'm looking forward to. That was one of my big goals just as a as a personal goal to actually be part of the area and take right. part of the community. Right. Well, I just, I think one of my other goals uh, this year, I mean, I didn't necessarily have any goals. <laughs> I I didn't. I sucked at planning and making goals this year because I was like, I wanted to be on a radio station last year and it didn't end up happening. So uh, call it bitter. That's probably what, what I would call it is that I was just, I was bitter and I didn't want to make any goals because I didn't want to be disappointed in myself. So I, upon not really making any goals, I ended up making more goals when I sat down and got the job here. But I ended up going to my first state uh, west of like Wyoming because that's literally the furthest west that I've ever been. And so the fact that oh, I was poor lady. <laughs> the fact that I went to Atlanta was like one of the coolest things. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in this brand new state. I gotta go see all sorts of crazy things. Like all of the Mercedes G wagons that were out there. Decided I want one of those one day. Obviously not uh Right off the lot, but hey, whatever. Um, that was something that was really cool to me was being able to go there. Being able to go to that work conference was something I would reflect uh, upon greatly. Uh, I guess kind of still work-ish, work-ish related. I had, I've had the opportunity to pick up other stations kind of, and that's been really cool because... Um, well, we can kind of, we're in a podcast. We might as well get personal. When I came out for an interview in Salt Lake for a couple of different radio stations that I'd been at, uh, my boss at my old, at my old job told me, um, that I would never make it in Salt Lake, that I wasn't even good enough. And I don't, he didn't know why I was even trying. And that was something that, I'm the kind of person that if you tell me not, I can't do something, I'm going to stick my middle finger up and go do it anyway, because that's, that's the kind of person that I am. But that was really disheartening because I ended up going out to this job in, uh, Salt Lake and didn't end up getting the job. And I was really disappointed. And that just kept coming to my head. You know, you're never going to make it out in Salt Lake. I don't know why you're even trying. It doesn't make any sense to me that you're 
going going out to Salt Lake to even try for this job because you're not going to make it and they're not going to like you and don't come crawling back to me if they end up firing you and just just stuff like that you know it's just very disheartening and I'm not the kind of person that gets bummy over that but it was a bummer deal so the beginning of this year um, just the opportunity that I've had to be able to be on this station especially and the other stations has been immensely um, appreciated for myself because it's something that I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to be an on-air personality. I've always wanted to be a DJ. I've always wanted to do these kinds of things. And to have someone speak such bitter and unkind words is it's, it's not nice. It's not cool. It's not whatsoever. And uh, I've had the opportunity. I picked up some some other stations. So I'm not only on a station in Salt Lake, I cover basically the entire state of Utah, which is cool. Congratulations. Uh, Something else we have in common that I don't think I've ever mentioned. So in these podcasts, we've covered a wide ranging of topics, personal weakness, taking risks, what if, now covering, reflecting the whole year. And I've mentioned New Mexico situation and I got fired and... It wasn't a surprise. The writing was on the wall. It's very obvious that the person in control at the time has and has since then, because I unfortunately still have friends that work for said company and uh-huh. things have not changed and I will never work for that company again. But it was the writing was very obviously on the wall. It was just a matter of when. And in the meeting when I was done at that job, I was told that I wasn't going to make it because I didn't have the right attitude. And I needed to change that. Now, unlike your situation, the person who told you that was just a jerk and flat out wrong. There's a little bit of truth to that. But the truth on my side of the of my changing the attitude was also partly because I hated it. Again, right. will not work for that company again. That was a factor. But that's some of the same motivation for me because I think in a very similar mindset when I was unemployed for seven months trying to find another radio job, you started to think, okay, maybe that was the end of the road. Maybe I need to find something else. Maybe he was right. So as much as anything, that has been just as much a motivation to prove that, no, no, I have the right ideas and the right attitude and the determination that I will be successful. Right. So something else we have in common that I don't think I've ever mentioned before. No, I don't think you have. I think that's the first time that I've ever heard that. Um, And I appreciate that. I I really do. You know, that's one thing that I really like about these podcasts is the fact that we can actually just, you know, kind of just get personal, get to know each other. Last week I said something that I don't think I've ever said out loud before. We definitely get personal. So, and I think it's natural with life, especially something like this. And we've talked about it on our show I think has has been the success it has and is what it is because it is very much a snapshot or not, it's probably more than a snapshot. It is a snippet of our lives. So right. I think in the reflection, it's very not, it's not surprising that a lot of things would overlap. But is there anything outside of of relationships or work that you set goals for yourself in 2017? I mean, like I said before, I really didn't set any goals for myself in 2017. I. I had none until mid-2017 when I ended up making making some goals. They were kind of like life goals. I mean, which were 
which were good. You know, getting closer to Dustin was one of them. And that's obviously, that's good. We've been doing that. And uh, picking up some more stations was another one, which I actually accomplished. And I'm pretty proud of myself for it. Um, and there's there's a lot that I have on here. There's there's a lot on this, on this list. Um, a lot of them are radio related. A lot of them do spend quite a bit of focus and energy on radio related and things that I'd like to accomplish. I really wanted to, not by this year, but by, I don't remember, it was like 2034 or something along those lines, make it into a, it's the, I feel like it's, it's something along the lines of like Utah's most influential women type book. Mm-hmm. And like Utah business, some something. I don't know what it is, but that's some. That's one of my goals. One of my big goals. Um, sneak peek. Sneak peek. But those are my kind of goals. I also had the goal of being able to have Dustin up here again, and that thankfully came true because he's up here now, which is great. And bought a trailer. That was cool. Woo! Adult purchase. At least I think so. I, I'd say so. I thought that was cool. I live in it now, so I mean, it's like it's like a house, but portable. I, I'd, I'd say that's adult purchase. I think that this podcast is another demonstration of, I think, two things. One, we talk about, it's not something we necessarily get into on air because it's not, it's not an entertaining topic, but the truth is, I think in these podcasts especially, we mentioned how, and we get asked, how do you come up with the topics for the show? And what do you do for your show? And I think this podcast is one an example of the show is very much a glimpse of her life because if you've seen our, a lot of our reflections have to do with radio, it's very right. much an encompassing part of our life. It's it's different from a it's it's not as much a show up, do your job, go home. No, it's no, it's much <laughs> more encompassing that. And then I think two, I think it also is a a very. I think it's a very good snapshot of the fact that we talk about how we have goals and how, or we have, we both have desires. And again, a lot of our reflections about job or the, our career, but also I think it's very much a reflection of, we talk about how in several podcasts, we've used the cliches about how, and I mean, even in this one, when you love what you do, it's not work and right. this is the best year of our life. And, and I, you've heard it and I know I know, especially when you hear us on air all the time, we cut commercials and stuff. There's hyperbole is used all the time. It's just part of society. But I think that this podcast is a snapshot again of the fact that McCall and I are both truly in that place. Right. And I suppose you could think it's just like all the other ones if we were exaggerating before we exaggerate again, but that's it's not the case. I think that's this is a snapshot again of how good this year's been. Absolutely. And if, you're, if you're listening to this podcast, you're a big reason why it's been a really good year for both Absolutely. of us. Absolutely. Well, I was thinking about it as I was writing down all of the things I wanted to talk about, and as I'm writing them, I'm like, uh, they're all radio. They're all radio, but... It's because it's true. It's because it is a big part of our lives and we love it. Both of us. We we genuinely do love our jobs. And, you know, I know speaking especially from from my standpoints, from my standpoint, this has been the best job of my whole entire life. And I could couldn't ask for a better job, really. Yeah, and I think for me, I agree with all of McCall's points, so I'd piggyback on that. But for me, because I wasn't interested 
in dating for basically the first six months of the year and wasn't focused on that and was it moved away from everyone again. I don't know anyone that lives in the state of Utah. That's why I think a lot of my reflection is based on work because work was my one goal for right. the most part. I didn't know anyone here, so it's friends and family was put on the back burner sort of because I was away from everyone, and then relationship again wasn't interested in dating. So my big goal, what was going to make my year was, okay, I moved to a new state. I don't know anyone. I'm going to have success because that's what's going to determine whether it's a good year or not. Really wouldn't have matter what else had happened if – I hadn't figured it out here, right. 2017 would have been another bad year because I might be on my way home again. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're not because our our job is pretty fun. We do a pretty good job for the most part. I'd like to think so. I would hope so. And as to what what we have in store, what we would like to do with Craziness. relationships, the job, careers, that, podcast, Pod, that podcast is obviously Ooh, that coming. Podcast. But right. it's not here yet. You're gonna have to wait for goals. I'm yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to figure out what my goals are for next year because I'm like, oh shoot, I actually have to make goals this year because I actually want to get something accomplished with with this job. And I mean, I've all I've already got some goals for big lifelong down the road, but I don't necessarily have goals for uh, next year specifically. Again, very much I've been saying this a lot this week for some reason. Very much a snapshot of the both of us. I have a, a running list of ones that I keep track of because I decide I've done a bucket list once every couple of years and updated it. So, very much again, this would be like the tenth time I've said this this week. Very much snapshot of the both of us. One very mostly planned and articulate. One very much off the cuff. Oh please, McCall is off the cuff with literally everything in the entire world. This is an AJ and McCall drop the mic. It's like episode 12 or 13, but thank you if you have listened. Of course, you can catch all our older episodes. They're all in the podcast file. Yeah. Soon to be separated. We've done enough of these now that they will get their own section so that you don't have to skim through the the Daily Show podcast. They're going to get their own home. But thank you so much if you are listening or if you've been part of Facebook comments or you've called us or texted us or Twittered us, whatever. It's a tweet. Same thing. Thank you so much because you've been a big part of why our jobs have been so much fun and why 2017 has really been a year worth reflecting on for the both of us. Yeah. This is AJ McCall. Drop the mic.